Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 7, pages 599 to 601. Chapter 7, The Incense of the Mystical Temple. At Jerusalem, in that most splendid work of Solomon, there was an altar which served specifically for burning incense. We have demonstrated a little earlier that the heart of man is the altar. Should not then the most fragrant incense continually come forth from it into the sight of the Lord? I mean prayer. The apostle spurs us to it when he says, Pray without ceasing. That's from 1 Thessalonians 5:17. Assuredly, this mystical temple of God may be considered most desolate when the incense of constant prayer is not burnt in it. One must then pray with the mind, voice, sighs, and tears, and through the fragrance of such prayer, we must put to flight whatever we have within us that stinks. Bernard very well advises, Wherever you are, pray within yourself. If you were to be far from an oratory, do not seek a place, since you yourself are the place. If you were to be in bed or in another place, pray, and there is a temple. One who persists in prayer in this way and continually exercises himself in it will not only wash away all his sins, although most serious, but will make his way into such an intimacy with God that he will no longer be a servant, but a friend, yes, indeed a son, so in fact united with God that he can do all things in God, with him, and through him. And so the Venerable Bede, having in mind the mentioned altar of incense, said, This altar was next to the mercy seat, that is, the Holy of Holies. This is in the outer building, but near the door of the interior. This altar is the type of perfect men who still kept in the world by the flesh, but suspended close to the things of heaven by their every desire, send forth smoke that mounts to the Holy of Holies, as if with burning incense. For burning with a heavenly love, they buffet the ears of their Creator with frequent prayers, and the purer and closer to heaven they are, the more quickly they receive from the Lord what they request. On this altar they burn only incense and not the flesh of victims, because such men no longer in offering have the need to kill the sins of the flesh and the enticements of the evil intents, but offer only the incense of prayers and spiritual desires in the sight of their Creator through the fire of interior love. Such souls as these, steadfast in their zeal for prayer, can help the whole church more in one moment than all preachers with their sermons, teachers with their lectures, and confessors with the administration of penance. They can rouse the dead to life, recall the wicked to righteousness, they can destroy whole armies, avert famine, 
chase away disease, and do all things, being supported in their prayer by two arms, faith and charity. It seems that the writer of Deuteronomy spoke of such men. They will set incense on your rage and a holocaust on your altar. See chapter 33, verse 10. The normal interpreter explaining this for me said, The prayer of the saints is a most sweet incense to the Lord, by which the anger of the Lord is calmed when the people sin. Because cleansed of all earthly filth and purified by heavenly desire, it blazes before the face of God, and the flame of devotion flies up like a holocaust from the altar of a loving heart. And so, O Christian, arrange for yourself fixed prayers, which you should never discontinue. The prayers to be approved, what I would advise for your benefit, by the counsel of a prudent and devout man. Make it your habit also to recall with devotion the Lord's passion, the four last things, the life of Jesus Christ, the Most Holy Virgin, and the saints admitted to heaven, so that by practicing this devotion you may be purified, enlightened, and centered on the imitation of those whose company you wish to join when you die. The love of God will burn this incense, although not without the help of humility. For if you are humble, as one of the saints used to say, the Holy Spirit will teach you to pray. He will supply you with incense. He will kindle it. He will increase the flames, and he himself will accept the most sweet aroma. In this chapter, St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary teaches us that the incense offered in our mystical temple is prayer. He writes that in the temple in Jerusalem, there was one altar on which incense would continually burn. Psalm 141 says, Let my prayer be incense before you, my uplifted hands an evening offering. St. Stanislaus also quotes St. Paul, who encourages us to pray without ceasing. And St. Stanislaus tells us to pray to God with our whole being. All that we do can be offered to God as a prayer. St. Bernard encourages us to pray wherever we are, and in that way, wherever we are becomes a temple. Constant prayer will lead to the forgiveness of our sins and a deeper intimacy and friendship with God. St. Bede the Venerable, a doctor of the church, likens the altar of incense in the temple to a saint living here on earth, but whose heart and spirit are already in heaven. Such holy people on earth help the church to find God through their prayers and their good example. They can bring about the conversion of others, the end of wars, all kinds of results if we have faith. They can move mountains with their faith. I think the devil once said to the curé of ours, if there were two or three more like you, I'd be out of business. We each need to pray daily, regularly. Religious have a fixed schedule to pray. Lay people can have some kind of a schedule as well. 
St. Stanislas also calls us to humility when we pray, and he says that the Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray. <laughs>